Here by the Owl podcast is a podcast for owlets and wise owls alike. Join hosts Nikki Fiddle-Eye-Doll and Brianna Briegel along with rotating owls from across the country as they discuss what it takes to advise from time to time. Our podcast is fueled by the true knowledge from empowering agricultural education instructors and ripen with the wisdom you will never learn in a textbook. Welcome back to another episode of Here by the Owl podcast. Tonight we're going to talk about today. It's, we're recording at night. It's actually the daytime. You guys get it. Um, <laughs> we are going to talk um, with our friend Cody on kind of a unique Facebook project that he started. Um, and we're excited to really get into this because, um, I don't know, it's like a fun passion project. So before we get into it, Cody, why don't you introduce yourself and, and talk about where you teach and um, a little bit of the demographics of your program. Perfect. Well, first of all, thank you for thinking of me and having me on your podcast uh, when you reached out. I, I don't normally think that I'm that like interesting of a person. And so at first I was like, well, why? So, um, but then I was like, I'm, su- I'm super excited to be able to share this, but um, my name is Cody Goal. I am uh, an ag teacher at Cedar Valley High School in Eagle Mountain, Utah. Um, this is my fourth year teaching. And um, my first two years I taught at a, a very urban school and I learned a lot about how to, how to rebuild the program and be in a single teacher program, which was a, a really valuable experience to have. And the program that I'm in, that I'm currently in is quite a bit more rural, but it's growing rapidly. Uh, the school that, the school is the, my school is the largest of 10 schools, high schools in my district with about 2,800 students, ninth through 12th grade. Uh, my program, uh, it's a two, a single or two te- teacher program right now. Um, there's about 600 students in our program with right around 150 FFA members. And I teach animal science one, advanced animal science, equine science, and veterinary science. So I kind of, I teach all of the animal stuff. And then I have a teaching partner who teaches the, um, she teaches floral and advanced floral and landscape design and greenhouse management. So, yeah. Those are crazy size numbers for your program. How many students do you have like in a typical (laughs) class? So, it's a little insane actually so when this school year started i started with three sections of animal science one and my biggest animal science class had 48 students in it and how and then it went yeah yeah i it, it wasn't possible i didn't even have i don't even have that many chairs in my classroom so um my biggest was 48 and then it went 46 and then it went 43 so I ended up having to sell a, uh, one of my prep periods to open up another section. And then I had to like, I tried to ask kids first, like, hey, would you do me a favor? If you really want to be in this class, I opened a new section, but it's this period now. And uh, like, would you, would you switch into it for me? Which meant that they would probably have to like rearrange their whole class schedule and stuff. So I tried to ask before I was like, okay, I'm going to draw five names out of this <laughs> cup and you five I'm sorry you're gonna have to go to the other class or my other class if you still want to take this so um kind of insane 
Um, my, my equine science class has 46 students in it. My vet science class is a little smaller um, just because it's close to 11th and 12th grade only. And so that wasn't really an issue. There was, there's, I think there's 19 in it, which is to me, that's like the ideal class size. So, um, and then my advanced animal science had about 25 students in it. So um, it ended up working out and I was able to, I actually didn't have to do the name dropping. I just kind of said that that's what I was going to do. And then the kids ended up volunteering and, and switching into the other class period. So um, that's crazy. Very, yeah, very large class sizes. And I think next year is going to be um, even, even more intense. So our, the school that I'm in now, Cedar Valley is only, this is only, it's three, it's three years old. So it's a brand new school. Last year, this will just tell you kind of how fast the, how, how rapid the area is growing. Last summer, they put in a 16 classroom portable. Um, and I think there are still some teachers that may or may not be sharing classes. Don't, I, I'm not certain, but um, we are huge and outgrowing our, our already brand new school. So, yeah. Lots of good problems to have, but definitely, yes. definitely makes, um, you know, uh, the classroom dynamic look different. And I'm sure, I'm sure you make a lot of magic happen, even with those, those size uh, classes. So I'm excited to talk about your Humans of Ag Education Facebook page. So for everyone listening, just, I guess, describe what this is and I guess kind of what pushed you to start it. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I had the opportunity to go to NWAE conference in December in New Orleans. And I kind of, I, I, was, I was able to go and experience the Teacher Turn the Key program, which was really kind of a, a career-changing event for me. And kind of a life-changing event because I was kind of at the point where I was, I thought I was going to be done teaching at the end of this year and I was really burnt out. And so I went to NWA conference and got to experience all the magic that happens there. And I was just in my hotel room after one of the days and ran across, uh, I've, I've followed the Humans of New York uh, Facebook page for a long time and I just really enjoy them because I... I love people and I love learning about people and, and how different we all are. And so I was reading a post while I was at this career and life-changing um, conference and it kind of just, I, it just kind of happened. Like it, I just had like this light bulb moment sitting in my hotel room and I, I was inspired because I was already around so many ag teachers at this conference and then reading the post that just kind of um it was actually a post about uh, a teacher and just the, the basically her life story and I um it was kind of born that way so the idea came to create the humans of agricultural education Facebook and Instagram accounts while I was at the conference and and reading a post and um yeah and uh, i i'm 
actually surprised that this wasn't already something that was out there just because I don't normally, I don't feel like I usually have that many great ideas. And this one is like, I think it's a really great idea. And I think that if, if I can um, fine tune some of the things that to make it and, and you just get it out there and get it known, I think it could be a really cool thing among the ag ed community. So. Yeah, no, I think it's such a cool idea just to promote ag education as a whole and um, kind of to support like our fellow ag teachers. Um, what are your kind of goals as you move forward? I know you're just kind of getting started with it, but what are you hoping that it, it becomes, I guess? Um, so I, I really want to, I really want to be able to, to highlight stories about humans who happen to be ag teachers. And so I want to, I want to be able to feature, um, people who, and, and what they've been through or what they're currently going through and kind of what has led them to where they're at and not just about their, them as ag teachers and their jobs and their programs and what their struggles may or may not be and stuff like that, because we already know, like, as ag teachers, we know that our jobs are a very large part of our lives that, that shape a lot of things in our lives. But um, I think it's important to remember that that we're, we're people first, we're human first. And um, this was, the, my, my goal is to just to be able to feature people and kind of remind um, others. So that would be like community members, other uh, like parents, other ag teachers, students, just anybody that um, that we're we're people first, and um, we we kind of need validation in other parts of our lives that are not just as ag teachers. Um, we all well, serve a purpose. Sorry, go ahead. No, I just the when you were saying that, it makes me think of when. When people say, oh, what do you do? And some people will say, well, I'm just an ag teacher. Well, you're so much more than that. Like, obviously, just an ag teacher. You're so important in ag education and to so many kids. But like you said, like, and reading through your first post, which I'm going to I'm going to circle back to and have you highlight the first person that you've highlighted on the page. But it's just so cool to read like more about them you know, like not, like it's more than just them as an ag teacher. Um, there's obviously, you know, some, you know, common themes in here about, you know, ag education and FFA and who's important to them. Um, but it's just really cool. Um, I don't know, to just read what makes them happy and what are challenges and what inspires them and who is influential. Um, and it allows us to continue to make connections like, oh, I have those same you know, those same values or thoughts or whatever. So this is what comes yeah. to mind. But why don't you, yeah. can you talk about, you know, the person, the first person that you have highlighted on, on the page? Yes. So Kaiza Weeks, um, I don't know. If Shout she's, out Kaiza. She's amazing. Uh, do you, yes. Do you guys listening. know her? She's, yes. I don't think uh, so. She's, Maybe I do. She's. She's phenomenal. She is phenomenal. I actually met Kaiza at Utah State University um, she, during my, while I was working on my bachelor's degree, she was working on her master's degree. And so I met her and we kind of just hit it off and became great friends right from the beginning. And um, I had actually, there was a couple of people that I called before I actually started 
this page and she was one of them. And I was just like, tell me that this could be something or tell me if this is stupid. And she's not, she's, she's the type of friend that's going to tell me that whether it's like a good idea or not. And then I was, I was also like, cause I'm going to need some help kind of help promoting it. And, and uh, I thought she would be really good at helping. And so I was like, so I want to, I want to promote you. I want to, I want to see, like, I want you to share your story for me if you would. And so I kind of just like demanded that she did. And um, she's, she's amazing. And, um, and I think she did a great job kind of showing what, like in her, her, prompts to or her answers to the, the, the questions and the prompts um she did a great job and and I just I love everything she said and I think that people can relate to a lot of the things that he, she can say in their own way or that she said that but in their own way and so um she's very passionate and uh, I think she's in her third year teaching now um she opened a new program and she's just going to is she's amazing so um I love yeah. well I love how I'm not the only one that just volunteers my best friend to do things so and no one can see it but Brianne is laughing um he does it vice versa like I feel like it's a mutual voluntold um but when I was re reading Kaiser's post um, one of the questions was describe a time in your career that you really wondered if what you are doing is worth it. And I think, you know, sometimes we're like, God, do we focus too much on the negative? And, but I loved this question because for me, um, it, it just gave, I don't know, a real aspect to, to what she's doing. Um, you know, brand new program, you know, little support, struggling to get that support, first year teacher. Um, and she, she just has real problems like that everybody has. And it's just sometimes so nice to hear that I'm not the only one. Um, a, a few of the other questions, you know, experiences have you had that have led you um, to where you are right now, most influ influential person in your life, peak moments you've experienced in your career, just some really great, just some really great things. Yeah, and going back to the real, I, that's, I, my goal, just because social media really can be um, a way where people just share the highlights and this is kind of a way to share it in a positive way, but shed the truth and the reality of, of who we are as, as ag teachers. And um, obviously for me, and this is just my opinion, and maybe you guys agree with it and you, or, or don't, but um, I kind of look at it, and this was what helped me at NAAE conference and kind of helped me, has helped me through a lot since then. Um, so, so first of all, I chose my career based on the fact that I love people and I love agriculture and it was a way for me to combine the best of both worlds. Um, my opinion is we obviously we all serve a purpose and my purpose was not to be born to be an ag teacher. That's what I do for my job. Um, 
and I think we all know at the end of the day that um, if we do just that and that's all we do and we don't be humans and have human experiences, um, we, I, we all know that, that at the end of the day, if we just make our job our whole life and we say we disappeared or we died tomorrow and not to get dark, but they would, would have somebody sitting in our seat the next day as teachers. Um, my purpose was not to become an ag teacher, but to change the world in some positive way. And, and I hope as an ag teacher, I do, I hope that I do bring positivity and, and, um, make a change in students' lives. And I think I have, but that's part of my purpose and not my sole purpose. So, and I'm hoping that this, this page, this, this passion project, I like that you called it that, Nikki. Uh, I hope that that can be another part of my purpose on the journey that, that I'm on and that we're all on, so. Well, and I think part of what makes us who we are as educators is who we are as a person too, right? Like our hobbies, our interests, um, the way that I teach is totally different than the way that you teach. And that's based on, or, you know, same thing with versus Nikki, um, just based on who we are as a person. I love board games and I, that's what I like to do in my spare time and escape rooms and things like that. So I bring that into, into my teaching. And I think when we forget about who we are outside of, outside of teaching, our, our teaching and our students are going to suffer because of that too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the cool thing about um, this, this project and, and um, hopefully having it grow and turn into something bigger. And I don't know what that bigger looks like yet, but I just want to help people relate. And I think it could be something that could um, be a great uh, tool to use for our students, not just like to remind them that we're human, but as they as those, those that choose to become ag teachers themselves um, to help remind them that they don't have to lose other parts of them to their, their job as an ag educator later on. So I think it can serve a purpose in the classroom now as far as um, helping those kids that, that have already decided they wanna be ag teachers or even pre-service teachers that are in the classroom, you know, student teaching and stuff now kind of put things into perspective for them too and help them relate to someone if you know once we get once I get more uh, people sharing their stories and building a, a bigger and more positive uh, community in the ag teacher yeah. world so so if people are interested where can they access this page so I have the Facebook page it is humans of agricultural education and I also have an Instagram page and it is um, humans of ag ed. And I don't currently uh, have a post on the Instagram one just because it, I need to figure out a way to shorten the, there, it was, was too many words on Kaiser's story to be able to share it on the Instagram page. So I need to um, shorten the caption a little bit or just take snippets and maybe quote things in a smaller way on the Instagram to make it work. But the Instagram is humans of ag ed. And then the Facebook is humans of agricultural education. And so can teachers 
nominate themselves? Can they nominate others? How does that process work? Yeah, so teachers can nominate themselves. They can nominate someone, um, anybody that they feel should share their story. And um, and I think we all deserve to. I have one typed up, but I felt weird, like one of my own typed up, but I felt weird sharing about myself. And I will eventually, but... Um, I think you should do like an introduction of yourself. Yeah, yeah, I probably should. <laughs> it's it feels weird but I know um, maybe I will maybe I maybe I will share it yeah I will okay you just talk to me into it do it you have nothing to lose (laughs) yeah so they can they can nominate themselves they can nominate others and I just would really love to be able to start sharing like I want I would love to have a set day that every week I can just log on and have a picture and a new story to be able to share and then have have enough that I don't have to re- be like reaching out for nominations or stuff or anything like that um yeah. that's gonna I know that will take some time definitely in um but, but I think it could okay. really here's the deal though is it a CT CTE month friends and we all listening right now the hundreds of you that listen all right now know of somebody that comes to mind that is an inspiring ag teacher like when i say what ag teacher inspires you i know a name pops into your head immediately and you're already picturing that person go to the facebook page or the instagram page and there's and you can go to the show notes we're going to link the nomination document in the show notes and all you have to do is include your email the name of your nominee. So if I was nominating Brianna, I would type her name in there and her email. And then a few sentences of like, why, like why I think her story should be shared. And then the rest of the questions are, are uh, not required because they're then going to be sent to her because I'm nominating her. So all of you listening, it is CTE month. We really need to get this page going so we can celebrate our ag teachers who deserve to be celebrated every month, but most importantly, um, during CTE month. Yes, I love that. I love that so much. Um, and as far as, uh, as far as if you want to reach out and if you have questions or I, I love feedback. So I'm, if you feel like there are better questions or are there other questions that I should ask or just anything I I will take any feedback so you can email me at humans of ag ed at gmail.com as well um, for any questions feedback comments whatever you would like to say um, that's how you can how you can contact me and um, I just really would love to see it take off. And I love that you brought up the CTE month because that's a great, great thing to remember. So yes, send all your nominations or nominate yourself. And I would love it. I would love it so much. Well, um, Cody, thank you for being on. Um, Brianna and I definitely need to go nominate somebody. I know we have people in mind. Um, and so we're going to, we're going to do the same and we encourage everybody listening um, to do it also. Um, and just cheer on your friends and cheer on fellow ag teachers. The, the best part is there's a ton of questions on there, but they're not all required. And so 
Um, as a person who gets nominated, if you just pick a few of the questions that you want to focus on, um, I mean, it's really tailored to fit what you want to share about yourself. So I love that. Um, Cody, thanks for being with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, and for those listening, make sure you like here by the owl podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And as always, um, we, we know you're doing really amazing things in the classroom in your FFA chapters in your communities. So please reach out to here by the owl podcast so we can also have you on the show. Thanks for listening.